You're listening to media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three and One who comes in order to give us a hope even in the midst of terrifying times in our lives. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I started off today asking you the question, when have you been really, really scared? What really, really scares you? And you can get a sense of why the people in these readings might be a little bit afraid. They might be a little bit terrified of what is happening in each and every one of these readings that we have had for today. We started today off with this moment in which Job, who has been patient throughout much, much suffering, has finally let go a little teensy bit of a whine towards God. And he's been asking him some questions, and God responds back to him out of the world when saying, who are you to ask me questions? And you can imagine what it must be like for Job to go, oh boy, I stepped on God's toes. It's not like life has been easy, but I'm afraid that life is going to get even worse now. Because Job's story is a story that that starts with him suffering and suffering, and now he's getting to a point where he's just allowing himself to say something that's maybe a little bit out of turn, and he finds himself terrified by the response. And then we move into the psalm, that psalm in which there's sort of this, this understanding of what could have happened, this understanding of what could have happened if things went just a little bit wrong. It reminds me of a moment in my life when I was driving and and Cricket was still a really little kid and and I was driving and I was trying to get around these folks and and, uh, Liz was in the car and Cricket was in the car and I was trying to get around these folks and all of a sudden I moved into the right lane just narrowly missing somebody who was speeding into that spot in the right lane. And I started to think, once I caught my breath, of all the things that could have gone wrong. And that's the moment that's being experienced by the psalmist here in this moment. He's encouraging Israel to think about how things could have went, how things could have gone so much poorly if God had not been their God. If God had not been our God, then what would have happened? What would have happened when our enemy's anger burned against us? What would have happened if? And we know those moments of of 
those terrifying moments where we've been scared into thinking about the what-ifs. And so we have a moment with Job where he's terrified because he has this moment of, oh, I stepped into a place where I shouldn't have been. And you have a moment in the psalmist's life where he's encouraging Israel to think about those terrifying moments of what could have happened if things went differently. And then you have this moment with Paul. As Paul is writing to the Corinthians and he's telling them about all of the things that have happened as he has been an apostle to the Gentiles, talking to them about all of the stuff that could have happened and what it meant for Paul to be an apostle. And as we look at that, we start getting kind of terrified as we read those things. Because a lot of those things are things that we don't want to be a part of our Christianity. We, We don't want imprisonments and beatings. Those are terrifying things for us. And so there's another terrifying moment for us, a terrifying moment of what am I signed up for here? What happened to me? And today is Father's Day, and a lot of fathers know that moment when that baby is out of the womb and is laying in your arms, and you're looking at that cute little human life, and you're saying, What happened to me? And weeks later, as you have zero sleep and you're working through things with the mother of your child and you're both very anxious and upset and you go, what happened to me? This isn't what I signed up for. I'm a little terrified of what this might mean for the next several weeks. And so sometimes we can get terrified about when we've stepped out of line. Sometimes we can get terrified about what might have happened. And sometimes we might get terrified about what we've signed ourselves up for. And in some ways, all of those things wrap up into our gospel reading today. All of those things wrap up into this great gospel reading in Mark where there's this interesting thing that happens. These, these hardened fishermen, these guys who know their way around a boat, they get into a boat and they go out onto the Sea of Galilee and things get a little bit rough. In fact, things get so rough that the fishermen are afraid. And that tells you something about how rough the sea must have been. These were guys who weren't upset by a little bit of a wave happening in their boat. They weren't guys who were going to get seasick and have to take a Dramamine. These were guys who said, no, generally speaking, being on the sea is where we want to be. We like it there. But this storm made them terrified. And then they look sort of below decks into into the the stern of the ship, Mark tells us. And there's this landlubber, this builder, this carpenter, this Jesus who is in the stern of the boat and he's sleeping on a pillow. (laughs) 
And so they go to him and they go, Lord, don't you care that we're drowning? We're terrified about what is happening here. And Jesus gets up and he rebukes the wind and the waves. Now, now that word rebukes, it's, it's a great Bible word. But we've rarely used that amongst us. And so what Jesus is doing is Jesus is scolding the wind and the waves. Jesus is getting in front of the wind and the waves, and he's yelling at the wind and the waves like a crazy person might. He's getting up in front of the waves, and he's saying, how dare you storm right now? Don't you know who I am? Get back in your lane. And amazingly, like Job, the wind and the waves go, oh, uh, uh, sorry, um, uh, you're right, you're totally right, uh, our bad, Th thanks so much, um, thank you. And that, Mark says, terrifies the disciples even more. Who is this guy? Who is this guy who gets up and rebukes the wind and the wave and waves and even the wind and the waves obey him? And in that moment of this short story, we see the disciples going through all of those terrifying moments that we talked about from the other readings. All of a sudden, the disciples are going, oh, did we step outside of our lane? Are, are we following this guy? And, and, and all of a sudden, we, we're not really sure if we should have been yelling at him about, hey, don't you care that we, should, that we will die? I mean, we were probably a little bit too forceful with this guy who just got up and told the wind and the waves to shut up. And they're a little bit afraid that they're maybe out of their lane. They're maybe a little bit also afraid of what might have happened. A little bit afraid of that sense of like, okay, if Jesus wouldn't have been there, oh, we would have drowned. Or if Jesus is able to do that with wind and waves, what happens if Jesus turns that power on us and turns us inside out and all of a sudden our guts are on our outsides and our skin is on our insides and it just doesn't look good? What could have happened? That terrifying moment. And then finally that terrifying moment of, hey, we signed on to be this guy's disciples. Oh boy, this isn't going to be just like following some rabbi that we know. This isn't going to be just like following some guys and some guy and we learn a whole bunch of cool Bible stories and, uh, you know, we, we learn some Bible verses and maybe we learn how to pray a little bit better. Maybe we learn how to do a little bit of counseling. No, we're following a guy who stops wind and waves. What did we sign up for?
And those are terrifying moments for the disciples. And they're terrifying moments for us. They're terrifying moments for us as we think about those three things. As we think about the fact that the God that we worship is the God who made the wind and the waves. The God whom we worship is the God who is able to turn us inside out. We're a little bit afraid of all of those sins that we confessed as we were thinking about those things as we were going through confession and absolution. And all of a sudden, that's brought to bear and we go, oh boy, I just confessed to this all-powerful God that I did stuff that he doesn't like. Oh, that's terrifying. But then you think, okay, well, I, I did get forgiven. I, I know that I was forgiven. I, I know that I, I received that. Pastor Jane said that I should listen to these words that I am forgiven. So, whew. But what would happen if I wasn't forgiven? What would happen if, if those sins continued to be on my record? What if, and we start thinking about the what ifs. And we start getting terrified about the what ifs. And then pretty much that moment is not quite over. And we start going, okay, well, so if, if I did some bad stuff and then I got forgiven, and well, that means that I'm his disciple, which means that I'm in the same boat as those other disciples. That, that I'm being called to be the disciple of this guy who stops the wind and the waves, that I'm being called to be the disciple of this guy who is the almighty God of the universe, that, oh, that's terrifying. Because I, I, I know that I'm, I'm not good enough on my own. And it's into that moment of terror that Christ speaks again. He lets you know that those moments of terror are real. You should be terrified. You have stepped out of your lane. Bad things could have happened to you. And yes, you are called to be his disciple. Not just some kind of like, ah, well, you know, I just kind of show up for the forgiveness of my sins and then I'm out. But no, you're called to be his disciple. That's all true. All of those terrifying moments are true. But there's hope. And that hope is simply that you are in the boat with him. You're in the boat with the almighty God who can stop the wind and the waves. You're in the boat with the almighty God who is the one who can stop all your sins. And who will stop all your sins one day. Who will bring you into a resurrection like his. 
and will give you those moments of peace in the midst of a terrifying world. Those moments of peace that say the wind and the waves are calm now. And that's because of him. Where I have stepped outside of my lane, he is forgiven my haughtiness. Where I recognize the bad things that could have happened, he's rescued me from those. And even in the midst of the terror that I feel when I think about what it means to be his disciple, he promises that he'll be with me throughout that experience, all the way through my life until we're together in the resurrection where there will finally be no more terror because there will be no more sin to be terrified of. So as you go out into this week, may you recognize that you do have a reason to be terrified. You have at least three of them. But you also have a reason for hope, a reason for peace, because the almighty God of the universe is in the boat with you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button, which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through His church. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Oh, Lord,